0: You are listening to the Satellite Sisters. It is Tuesday, August 9th. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California, and I'm here with two of my sisters, Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. Julie, you're back
1: from Nana Camp. Did you survive
0: and everything? I
1: I survived. More importantly, the two campers survived, (laughs) Leanne. There's a great sense of relief when you have the handoff, like, here are your children back. They're all in one piece. I'm going home alone. That was it. No lawsuits, no potential lawsuits then from your son and daughter-in-law? Yeah. No. no.
0: All right. Also joining us today from Santa Monica, California, Liz Dolan there. Liz, okay, this is is it. This is our big week. It's our special Olympic podcast because you and me and my husband and two sons, we are leaving for the Olympics tomorrow. How psyched are you, Liz?
2: Tomorrow, Leanne. We're going to the Olympics tomorrow. Yes, I am super psyched. I could not be more excited, though I am tossing and turning, trying to answer the question you asked me last week. Is it really safe to be wearing open-toed shoes? I don't know. I My initial answer was yes, of course. Because I keep saying to myself, like, I've been to Brazil, like, three times in the last four years, and I haven't died yet. I haven't gotten robbed yet. I haven't gotten murdered yet. So, but there just seems to be a whole new set of standards for this trip. So, I'm still debating on the open-toed shoes thing. Um, my instinct is yes. What the hey? But right, well, you know. are, gonna, are you going to wear those with socks? You're not going to, because I thought you were going with
1: total sock uh, protocol. Don't do socks in an open-toed shoe, Leanne please no, not
0: me. Listen, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk
1: about it's. This is no. a whole show
0: devoted to the Olympics for our pra- packing and prep for our trip. What we're going to see when we're there. What, what else you think we should see? Feel free to vote in. We've taken another look at the holes in our schedule. And now that the Olympics have started, what do we want to check out? Uh, we're going to comment on the opening ceremonies, the fantastic job women are doing at the Olympics. We have a defense of our man, Dan Hicks. And uh, and then we have a couple of open questions, uh, one particularly for Julie. Should we boo the Russians? We're going to turn that over to to our kremlin expert julie dolan okay but first you know before i went to the olympics you know what i like to do i like to have maybe a root canal or something before <laughs> international travel right
2: oh i'm glad you could squeeze that in yeah. that is your tradition it is you have I... any
1: teeth left Leah? Le- 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 that I like... haven't had a root, root canal I... i'm really surprised i did what number is this i know it's true
0: it's i only have like one unroot canal tooth. And so I had some pain the other day. So I went in anticipating, you know, the, the situation that was going to be bad. I'd go right to the, the dental surgeon, have the root canal, pay a fortune and then get on a plane. But they said, no, now is really the time to get your, um, your mouth guard. Basically what I do is I grind my teeth to death at night. I'm a clencher. Uh So I've been putting this off and putting this off, but I finally got it. And so last week they were fitting it and I would just... (laughs) I'd like to apologize to my sons for all the many years I yelled at them for never wearing their night, their night gear, those complicated orthodontal rubber bands, because they put this night guard in me. And then the hygienist was like, so is that comfortable? What does that feel like? I was like, it it feels like a giant piece of plastic in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) This this is what I said. (laughs) It feels like a giant piece of plastic in my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> because that's what you sound like when you're talking with a night guard.
2: <laughs> this is it's the so worst.
1: romantic too for whispering sweet nothings to your husband
2: with a with the giant piece of plastic in your mouth. Right? Super romantic. Truly, thank you. <laughs> But think of it this way, Leanne. I'm picturing you now looking like one of those super cool women's rugby players. It's exactly right, Leanne. They have giant pieces of plastic in their mouth, and boy, do they need them. It's exactly right. I know. I was thinking that,
0: like, okay, those are my role models. But it was funny the other night, Julie. My husband asked me a question. I was like, I can't talk.
1: I have the (laughs) finger. Well, you got to get him one. That's the key, Leanne. So you both have mouth guards. (laughs) It's just, of course, it's not comfortable. <laughs> of course it isn't. So All is right.
0: that going to Brazil? Are you taking the mouth guard you know, to Brazil? You I might not take it to Brazil because I feel like it's going to be a worry-free trip now. So uh, I only clench when things are really rough. So uh, <laughs> I don't know, Liz. Don't you feel like so far so good at the Olympics? And last week you would tell people you were going to the Olympics and there was just this look of doom and disbelief on their face. Yeah. And yeah. now when you say, oh, we're going to Rio, my neighbor's like, oh, my God, that sounds great. Or the woman at Target when I was buying the roll-on bags yesterday I was like, all right, Rio.
2: People are excited for us now, Liz, because yeah. so far so good in Rio, wouldn't you say? So far so good. Well, this was part of our scheduling strategy. Yes. we. The reason we chose to go the middle week is because we figured if anything was going to go horribly wrong, that would reveal itself in the first five days. And then, and I feel like we can look at that now. Everything seems to be going swimmingly. I think it's going to be fun. People appear to be having a fantastic time, the Brazilians and the visitors. So now I'm even more psyched than I would have been if we went, you know, right at the very beginning, where you kind of wouldn't know what you were getting yourself into. But yeah, Olympic fever. Everyone has it now, and certainly looked-
0: there have been some glitches with trafficking, through traffic and security. Those have been an issue. Getting in and out, but I feel like they'll have that all figured out by our first event <laughs> Thursday night. You know,
2: yeah. I feel like that's just the way Brazil rolls, too. Yeah. it's you know that's not any worse than a normal day. Uh, so <laughs> I am I, I'm totally cool with that and. I mean, really? Could the city look more beautiful on television, Julie? I mean, I mean it's
1: spectacular. I, I have, I have a little. I'm a little bit jealous, sisters. I mean, I thought it was a crazy plan to go to Rio. <laughs> I wished you well. But um, but now it just looks like the most spectacular city. I mean, and every shot uh, is great, you know, on that beautiful ocean. Are you going in the ocean? You going to do it? Here's the thing, uh- Julie. I was packing yesterday. Now, we have a very
0: tight connection in Miami. Our first leg, we fly LA-Miami, and then there's a one-hour connection, and then we fly to Rio. It's all told we're in Ooh. a plane or airport for about 20 hours. So it's a long way down to Rio and uh you know so but liz is just making us take carry-ons so
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean Liz suggested we take carry-ons uh yes i would i know i just said that's what i'm doing Because I think the one-hour connection, I was just imagining arriving in Miami late and having to run to our Rio connection, and that's when you make it on the plane, but your bag does not make the switch. And who needs the worry? I just don't need that additional worry. So, you know, if you really need stuff – we can buy it in Brazil. Right, That's my, my attitude. So that was
0: a that was initially my packing inspiration. Was it's a carry on, and so then I'm like, well, should I take a bathing suit? Because of course we've been told by the media nine million times the water's a disaster. It's a disaster. And then every shot in TV you see is people in the water. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. People they, look in the water. Exactly. they look
2: exactly.
0: Like they just <laughs> look spectacular and fun. Yeah. No one's wearing uh, long sleeve shirts, long pants, socks, and closed toed shoes. Not one person. There are many people. <laughs> on in rio not wearing any clothes at all from what i can see right
1: <laughs> well that was true, certainly true at the synchronized men's diving there were no yeah, clothes yeah. at that event
0: yeah i mean yeah. no one the athletes they don't seem concerned about the the zika they're all in shorts or barely wearing any clothes the spectators at the bike races and stuff standing on the side of the road shirtless i just i was like i'm gonna be the only idiot in long sleeve shirts, long pants, socks, and close toed shoes. I'm gonna look like a moron. So I'm trying to be reasonable about it but i did go out and purchase some short sleeve t-shirts i mean i feel like i'm taking uh my life in my hands but i got a couple of red ones and a couple of blue ones and i'm packing a single pair of open toed shoes i'm gonna suss it out when i feel you know when i get there to see are other people wearing open toed shoes of course they are because people are only in flip flops
2: in brazil i know it's the land of the havaianas everyone wears havaianas all day every day so (laughs) if they're not worried I'm not really not going to sweat it. So I am packing
0: a swimsuit and a cover-up just in case. Because Liz, why don't you explain to people where we're staying? We're staying not on Copacabana, not on Ipanema, but on Barra de Tejico. De-
2: Tejuka. Tejuka. Okay. It- if you, you for your look, girls, your Portuguese is excellent. excellent. <laughs> Gracias.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, if if you look at the various zones where the stadiums are and where people are staying, we are in the the zone Barra de Tohuca, and we're in like a condo hotel there. Uh, and so the, there are a lot of the venues are right there where we are. And we'll talk about that later. Like what we can actually just walk to from where we are. Cause that's going to be really great to kind of be in an Olympic zone, but our brother, Our oldest brother, Jim, who, as you guys know, lived in Brazil for a number of years, lived in Sao Paulo, but spent a fair amount of time in Rio. He says the neighborhood where we are is really the neighborhood where you're going to want to be because it's a little calmer than being in the downtown Copacabana, Ipanema area. But you still have your own gorgeous beach and access to all the venues. So if you're looking at the map, the bar, what they keep the bar, uh, that whole area. Watch for Leon and I mainly there. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: we're literally right next to the Olympic golf course, the controversial okay, well, Olympic that's... golf course. So if the, if you're watching the golf. Uh, and, and their overhead shots, whatever that beach is closest, that's where we are. So not even Ipone- Ipanema or Copacabana, but that's what I mean. Like, I, I don't know those, that beach looked beautiful. So I brought a suit. I also did buy, don't worry, Liz, I got a bar for you. Uh, citronella soap. Do you know?
2: <laughs> I didn't even know that
0: existed. Yeah, I got some Sit- citronella soap. I got three bars, one for each. Grouping my husband and I, the two boys. One for you, Liz. You get your own bar, and so (laughs) I feel like we could layer. First, you wash with citronella, and then I got the z the uh, deet the wipes the wipes. So I thought those would be easier to apply when we're on the run.
2: And because- oh, that's a good idea. I have not, I have not done any of that yet, as I gotta I gotta head out to CVS this afternoon for the mosquito repellent protocol. Okay,
0: well, those were I had to order those online, so I'll I'll loan you a few, but I can't supply you for the whole game.
2: sort of every man for himself. I guess again, Julie. Here's my guess, Julie, that they sell that in Brazil, so. You know, it's not like we're going to the middle of the Amazon. I have a friend who was in the, the Amazon several years ago. So he said before he went, you can buy special deep impregnated clothing at REI. So he bought all of that kind of stuff. But because you're not gonna be able to just pull up to a CVS in the uh in the Amazon. We, however, will be in the downtown area of a giant international city. <laughs> so And I think Deep Woods Off is in fact a
0: sponsor of the okay. event. Literally. <laughs> so I anticipate that there will be those like hand sanitizer size you know, pumper things just with, you know, DEET all over
1: the place. Mm -hmm. But
0: again, no one else seems concerned. Literally no one seems concerned. I don't,
1: I mean, I'm watching all this coverage. I don't see anyone swatting mosquitoes. Nobody's. no, no, nobody's swatting bugs or anything. So that's
0: it. So I got one open-toed pair of shoes. It's red, white, blue, and denim for me. It's all shoved in one bag. And then, you know, we'll we'll get what we need there if we need extra stuff. But we're just going with the patriotic red, white, and blue. It actually makes packing much easier that color theme is fantastic. You know, mm-hmm. just rejecting anything yellow, anything orange. We don't need that. So, mm-hmm. so. Oh, no, you got to stick
2: with it. U.S. colors. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's another piece of good news, Julie. Uh, we made one key choice in May when we pulled the trigger on this trip. And that was deciding to. Not fly Delta Airlines, even though Delta is like the official airline of the Olympics. Can you imagine how bad it must be right now if you are in the IT department at Delta Airlines? I know. As people probably saw in the news yesterday, their entire worldwide computer system went down. They'd uh, scrap all of their flights again today. Hundreds of flights not going anywhere. Uh, fingers crossed for American Airlines. <laughs> That's what we're on tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I guess it was just a
1: thunderstorm that struck that uh, struck their IT department in Atlanta and shut the whole thing
2: down. So, yeah, I think you should be okay. You know, I just feel terrible for them because I think their commercial that they're running on the games is actually very cute and very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, of all of the Olympians in the exactly. airport, I thought it was
1: United. I thought no, that's, that's United. United.
2: Oh, that's United. Oh, right, right. That's United. Okay, all right. Well, then I feel even worse for Delta. They don't even have a good commercial run. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's really too bad. So so I decided not to pack any deep impregnated clothing. I'm also not packing an official hat of the Olympic Games for me because. That's what I want to be my first purchase on the ground, Leanne. Oh, because- it's
0: exciting, Liz. Yeah. That's yeah, a good yeah. choice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, we we land because of, you know, the switch of Miami and the overnight flight to Rio. We get in at like six o'clock in the morning on Thursday, Rio time, Julie. Okay. <laughs> then- two,
1: two in the morning, our time. It's, <laughs> yes. Whatever. Leanne,
2: le- you can't do that. No, nope, I have can't to do go. that. Right. Go with whatever time it is when you land. That's, okay. that's yes. the key. Just never do the math in your head. That is never helpful. <laughs> so, so we get there early in the morning. We'll get to our hotel. I've been assured we're going to be able to check in at that early morning hour. But, you know, that's a crapshoot. You don't know. Uh, and then our first set of tickets is that night to the swimming. So, so, exciting. so we'll, we'll get into uh, that later on. Um, but the for all of the other events I already have printed out all of our Ingresos Electronicos <laughs> <laughs> or Ingresos Electronicos. That is what's spread is spread out all over my dining room table right now, our our electronic tickets to various things. Uh but for the swimming that we are going to that night, Leon and I need to go over to USA House and pick those up. And USA House is the HQ for the, for the USOC. So, which is mainly a store, I think. It's a store and <laughs> some it sounds TVs.
1: Very prestigious. It's very and prestigious. Did, did Julie. you have to do any qualifying heats <laughs> to get invited to the USA House? Do you have yeah. to do swim a couple of laps? Okay. Show them your butterfly, Liz. You had some, a very nice butterfly.
2: You know. I, thank you very much, Julie. Um, so far, they haven't. There has been no testing applied to this, but the it was hard to buy swimming tickets were very hard to get online through normal channels. So we managed to get them through the USOC but we have to go pick those up so I figure we'll get there well it will give us a chance to scope out USA house and see if we want to ever go back there but it'll mainly be a giant store so I'm going to my first purchase will be there the morning we arrive to get my official hat and once I get that I will post a picture of our hats online so that you can You can look for us in the stands at all of the events. Once you know what my hat looks like, (laughs) Leon, I believe you've already posted your bucket hat. I have a bucket hat. I'm also bringing a tried and true baseball cap, my U.S. soccer
1: cap,
0: because we're going hopefully to see the U.S. women's soccer team. So, uh, yeah, but
1: hats are important. And,
0: oh, I did get a new flag. So we'll, we'll also have a flag.
1: Good. I saw that, Leanne. You mentioned that.
0: Yeah, it's excellent.
2: Yeah, Good. So so people, if you are trying to figure out, if it's you're playing Where's Waldo at home, mm-hmm. and you want to know where Leanne and I are, what we're doing, and her family, you know, social media is really going to be the place to do that. We're not going to do any shows while we're down there. So if you follow us on Twitter, we are at Satsisters, and we'll use the hashtag Sat sisters Rio 2016. Okay. And the and the same on Instagram. We'll just hashtag everything Sat sisters Rio 2016 and you'll be able to see whatever photos we post. And then also we'll be putting that stuff on Facebook So just make sure you are a member of our group, which is different than liking our page. But just, you know, we'll put everything satellite sisters related, Rio related on Facebook too. So that's the best way to know um where we are, what we're doing, and what we're enjoying. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Liz,
0: let's tell the people where we're going. And then tell Julie which events
2: we're actually going yeah, to. What, what, so, Okay. So, the okay. Night. The first night we're there. So, Thursday night, we're going to swimming, Julie. Swimming. Which we're very excited about that because that will be a uh, Michael Phelps night. It will be a Ryan Lochte night. I believe it will should be a Michael Phelps versus Ryan Lochte night. Yes. Uh, Missy Franklin, uh, though I was she, watching Missy last night. Yeah, I don't yeah, think looks she... a little tired, but maybe
1: sure. she's going she's to she's bring it on. She's going to bring it on. That's what I think.
2: Well, that's the thing when you buy these tickets... You don't actually know who's going to be in the final. Right. Right. That's right. That's why they play the games, Mm -hmm. as they say. (laughs) So so we will be uh, in the Aquatic Center Thursday night. And here here's my hope, Julie. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm hoping that because we managed to secure these tickets through the USOC, that Leon and I will be sitting right behind Michael Phelps, mother. Yes, I hope so. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were in. And the baby, yes. And the baby. <laughs> and the baby. We're going to try to get as close as we, we're going to try to photo bomb the baby. Yeah. Uh, so anytime they cut away to the Phelps family, baby, fiance, <laughs> mom, uh, watch for us. Because that's, you know, I think that's our best shot of getting on TV is actually Thursday night at Aquatics. Uh, then Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. We have tickets to the track and field, as we say in the USA, but athletics is what they call that in the rest of the world. So we'll be at the big Olympic Stadium for, uh, for track and field. So that will be super exciting. And Sunday yeah. so night
0: is, of course, the men's 100-meter showdown. So that Ooh, yeah. is the Usain Bolt v. Justin Gatlin. So we hope. If all goes well, no one gets injured, that, that really is a, that's our A number one event as a, and yes. along with the Ryan Lochte Michael Phelps 200 IM face off in the pool. Those are really two exciting events we're going to see.
2: Yeah, and also in track and field we'll see the final for the men's 10K. 10K? We'll see the women, we'll see the women's 100 meter. We'll see the men's 400 meter final. Yep. Um
1: the will see medal,
2: a medal ceremony or two, I assume, too because it's, yeah. it looks like they give the
1: medals and do the ceremony right after the events, right? Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. It's good. interesting that you say that, Julie. I would like to see more medal ceremonies on TV. I feel like those are very emotional moments. And I feel like I'm not getting to see enough of the medal ceremonies. But, well, yes. You're going case, to Rio, so good luck. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you got to go. It's a very good point, Julie. <laughs> so that's uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Then uh, Monday we have tickets to beach volleyball uh because it's rio you got to go to copacabana beach for the beach volleyball and tuesday it's tuesday right leanne is the women's semifinal soccer game yes wow yeah. that's going to be great
0: yeah so that's going. i mean and that if the u.s keeps playing like they've been playing that should be the u.s should be in that semifinal and that's at Maracanã, the famous um stadium where they had the opening ceremonies but best known for a soccer stadium yes So just being at
2: Maracanã will be fun. Yes. For our family, yeah.
0: Big soccer fans, yeah. (laughs) It's exciting. And the Brazilians are really supporting Ed the Soccer, any and all soccer. So you can see the games, the soccer games have been well attended and stuff like that. So really looking forward to that. And I have a special shirt for that, Liz. I got a special shirt. Save it. Save it. It's going to be red. Just so people, I don't wear a lot of red, but I went with a long sleeve red shirt.
1: Just in okay. Case. So again, you'll be the only one in the stadium with long sleeps.
2: That will it's be true. easy
1: to. Where's Waldo? Easy to pick you up.
0: I'm just going with red and a red hat. I'm really committed. To the red. And I do have, just in case you're really watching, I bought a really nice scarf at Target the 4th of July weekend. It doubles as a flag or like one of those wraparound scarves. I think it's going to be really an all-purpose uh, Stars and Stripes situation. So that's what I will be wearing Tuesday. I'm all set. Nice. From-
2: is it like a shred of the dress Meryl Streep was wearing at it the is. It's, National like, National it's, it's like, like that. that. It's like that. No. <laughs> Seems it's like you could use it for
1: mosquito swatting, too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And See then, again, I'm hoping to make some of those key acquisitions on the ground. Uh because I think from the moment we hit that Rio airport, people are gonna try to be selling us stuff. And uh and I'm up for that.
0: Maybe not you so those flags the, though. I mean I didn't really want to risk that.
2: <laughs> that's I wanted true. to
0: come with my own flag, you know? Yeah. I didn't want to risk that. So I think
2: that I'm glad somebody in our group has a flag. That will be important. Um so so those are the things that we're locked into, Julie. Mm-hmm. But there's still, you know, tickets available for things that we might want to see. So I was looking for the things that will be happening in our zone. So in the part of town where we are staying, in the Barra de Tuca. And so you gotta really nail
1: the name of the place <laughs> you're staying. That might be helpful, sisters. Or you just write it that- on a card. Could you just write it down? Then
2: you just hand it to people. <laughs> Take me here. By the time we get back and do our follow-up show, we are going to be practically fluent in Portuguese. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So over in our neighborhood, if we want to easily fill in things where we can just walk over, get a ticket. Lynn, you read that there are going to be like ticket kiosks all over town. All over town. As long as you have a visa card, you're going to be able to get what you want. That's the other thing I read. Don't even bother with
0: American Express. Don't bother with MasterCard. And don't bother with cash. Just bring a Visa card. So that's everybody in our family is set with the Visa card. So, yeah. Okay. And I put it on my phone. I did even the Apple Pay because I saw the ad. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be totally ready.
2: (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh,
0: yeah. Do it, Liz. Do it. Still got time. Okay.
2: Well, on our 20-hour plane ride (laughs) you'll have to show me how to to do that. So, Julie, in our neighborhood, here are some of the choices we're going to have in our downtime. Uh, you know, badminton, which could be really fun. Yeah. Basketball, uh, yeah. boxing. Lee and I think there's been some interest in boxing from your family. Yes.
0: Yeah. There's some stuff going on next week. There's some, uh, the heavyweight final and stuff. Although the Americans are not doing that well in the boxing. So yeah. we were going to keep our eye on the Americans and then try to get tickets. But cause my son said they want to see any of the fighting sports. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's That's the spirit that's the spirit of unity and peace and friendship that's what the olympics is all about judo or boxing
0: or taekwondo they wanted to see that engagement and after watching that women's judo
1: on television oh my gosh
0: is that like sheila and monica or what
1: i mean (laughs) that is exactly like our two sisters that are not here although women's rugby I was sort of watching it out of the, you know, with something else on. That reminded me a lot of growing up in the Dolan family in the backyard. I just heard a lot of
2: screaming and yelling and (laughs) shrieking and grabbing. Yeah. Yes. Very few rules. Very few. No timeouts. No pads. No helmets. Just like like mayhem. Yeah. Well, here's another thing we'll be able to fit in, Julie, is uh, fencing. You know, which Lee and I noticed in your random thoughts, which you have posted at SatelliteSisters.com, you've taken some interest in fencing. You know, it's well lit for a sporting event on
0: television. It has dramatic <laughs> lighting. And I like the elect, the light up helmets and everything, the light up fest, Those have been exciting. And the Americans are doing pretty well over there. Fencing some great, some great fencing stories out of, uh, out of there. So, um, and they you just should
1: go, cause that's a sport you would never see otherwise. Right, it's right. not like you're going to take in a fencing competition, you know, next Saturday or something unless you're in Rio.
2: So yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Julie, as I was looking at that, uh, the you have to make choices. There are all different kinds of fencing, apparently. Yeah. Which I did not know. It's like do you want the tickets to the foil finals? Do you want tickets to the saber prelims? Or do you want the tickets to the team epee? Ooh, I have so no that, idea what any of those team
1: three epee things are. It's like multiple people stabbing each other. That sounds good. That does sound good. But <laughs> a finals a finals would always be good. It seems yeah. like that would be exciting to see the finals. Well
2: then we might want to go in our neighborhood to the table tennis because there's the gold medal women's table tennis on the 16th of August when we might be available. So um that could be very fun to see. However, it's at the same time at another thing that sounds awesome which would be the men's water polo quarterfinal. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's I a know. tough choice that's it. both of those would be awesome to see
0: but there's plenty there's plenty to see and then my kids would love to get into the velodrome but those tickets were sold out online so we might see if we can pick up some of those so i know some of the events seem empty on tv but others are straight up sold out and you just can't mm-hmm. predict what it i mean the gymnastics the swimming uh and this the velodrome apparently very 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 popular yeah, I feel like we're just going to be able to go up to these kiosks. We're going to we're going to know how long it takes to get there, how long it takes to get in. We didn't want to overbook ourselves beforehand uh and then, you know, then we'll pick and choose and anything will be good to go into. We'd like to see some real volleyball, indoor volleyball if possible. And I have been enjoying the equestrian so much because <laughs>
2: I know, Leon. Just... Well, you have been writing about that a lot. I don't even understand any of those sports either.
0: And it's just delightful to look at. And they're all so trim and and fit and well dressed. Like even the horses are well dressed. You know, like the Italian horses have little caps on their heads. Oh. Who knew? I didn't. I didn't know they did that. <laughs>
2: so... I don't know. It just seems You've like been... a. It seems like a sport that would attract mosquitoes, though. Yeah, there you go. at least horse flies, something. You're going to get bit,
1: no doubt. Now, are you going to go see any, uh, like, sights are you doing? Are you going to go see the Redeemer? What What are you going to do? What's- I, I think my family's
0: up for the Christ the Redeemer uh, hike, whatever. Yeah. I mean, Barrack's going to hike it, but we're going to take a train. So I feel like <laughs> we got... We got to do that. And then I've yes. had friends who have visited said, "Oh, go check out this place. You've got to check out this neighborhood." So, we're not we'll we'll see how far things are apart and how long it takes, but yeah, I think we're also going to mix in some sightseeing. Don't you Liz?
2: Oh yeah, I mean yeah. I've already been up to Christ the Redeemer, so I'm not I'm, not, I'm certainly not hiking up. I'll tell you that. Uh,
1: <laughs> I think Lee, Lee and, and you've been pretty clear about how you feel about hiking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I know you're waiting until it's an Olympic sport. Then you're really gonna
2: focus. The, but you know, it's a terrifically beautiful, fun city. So I just think taking in the street scene, going to some fun neighborhoods, just hanging out. We need to make sure we have enough time to hang out because in my experience, having attended, I believe I've been to six Olympics now. I was trying to count it up the other day. Uh, One of the most underestimated fun factors of being at the Olympics are the Olympic teams themselves wandering around. (laughs) So... When you're there, it is super fun to see like all these people dressed in their Romania jackets or Australian jackets or whatever. Their events are done or they washed out or whatever. And they are just out on the town having fun. And so it really does make it fun just to like hang out in places where your fellow Olympians are hanging out, Julie. That's (laughs) that's what I intend to do, even though they're teenagers. (laughs) Oh, I see. So the first thing you're going to buy at this
1: USA house is some kind of phony, you know, uh, uh, you know, outfit, like you're an Olympian. Okay. And, and you're just going to go hang out. Okay.
0: I'm going to yeah. wear some of Brooks and Collins, big soccer pins with their faces on it. So maybe people <laughs> will think that my sons are Olympians because I've noticed the, I got, a, I got like 10 years worth of those sitting around. I'm just going to pin a few to my body. See if anyone thinks
2: I think that's a good plan, Leanne. Plus, I think if you want people to be super nice to you, Julie, really you should wear Brazil team stuff. Because everybody loves the home team, especially natives of Brazil. So um, not that I could that easily pass for a Brazilian. But, you know, you got you to gotta spread the colors around. Which is why, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw yesterday that I went and I got my official Olympic manicure yeah aren't you but liz i'm so proud of you we talked mm-hmm. about it on, on last week's podcast yes
1: you know no we weren't you know, nobody was really keying in on the fact that you had to have an olympic manicure and now everywhere you look on tv everybody's got something special going on yes, their yes. and
2: yeah. you do too liz so i'm proud of you so i went with what i thought was simple yet surprising I didn't want a lot of tricky drawings on my nails just because I'm not sure the people on Montana Avenue could really execute the rings or the American flag or anything like that. Or the, you know, I forget the name of the mascot, but those look cute. Maybe I can have that done when I'm in Rio. But I just went for the colors of the Olympic flag. Luckily, there are five colors on the rings. And so, and I have five fingers, so blue, yellow, black, green, red on each hand, and I think it's semi-understated, but it's super fun. <laughs> it's not understated,
1: Liz, but, but it will be appropriate and real. And Leanne, what did you do? Go all red, all blue? You know, I haven't
0: got my manicure yet. I was kind of waiting to see what Liz did, because the last thing I want to do is show up with the same hands and feet as Liz, because that's really- Good thinking. Dorky. Good thinking, sister. I mean, we're not actually the Williams sisters, so- <laughs> I think I'm going to go with red, white, and blue. Uh, I think I'm going to... Yeah, I think I'm going to do some and, and ask for some stripes and some stars and stuff like that. So I'll try to, I don't have great hands or feet, as people know. So I won't be posting too many photos, but yeah, you got to do something. And I may actually step it up for gel so that they last, as opposed to me chipping it like tomorrow when I'm wheeling my bag
2: to the airport.
0: But <laughs>
2: <clears throat> That's yeah. what I should have done, but I didn't.
0: I think um, we'll be good, in good shape, in good shape. Now, Liz, you want to tell people how to, if they wanted to plan their
2: own fake Olympic trip, you have a, yep. a URL. RL, you have some information I do. On that. Well, first of all, you know, you can get your own Olympic manicure, whether you're going to the <laughs> Olympics or not. So I would recommend that. It is fun to just go have it done. It just puts you in a fun mood because it's just not something you would do on a normal week. So uh, I recommend the Olympic manicure. Julie, if you haven't gotten yours yet... I think you should, and I think you should take your half Russian granddaughter with you, and you should both get USA manicures. (laughs) So, but but if you want to just like see like what's going on around town, what there are tickets to, and just sort of have the fantasy that you're going, you can just go to the website. The website is really easy to operate, and you can like click certain days and certain sports and certain neighborhoods, and you can see what you could be going to if you wanted to. So have a pretend trip to Rio and that doesn't sound fun at all Liz can <laughs> I just say that
1: I mean it may sound fun to you because you're actually going to Rio but for the rest mm-hmm. of us I don't I, a pretend trip to Rio
2: okay I don't know so even re- reading the spectator guide which I enjoyed you're not interested in that well, like no I'm just gonna stick to t- the tv coverage Liz I'm having I was having a perfectly good time
1: watching the tv coverage <laughs> but now you're making me feel bad because <laughs> I'm not planning my pretend
2: trip to Rio Okay, well, for the rest of you who think it sounds awesome to do that, uh, ingresos.rio2016.com is where you can go. So that's I-N-G-R-E-S-S-O-S, which I think is the word for tickets, Uh, ingresos.rio2016.com, and then you'll see. You can just check out everything that's going on every day, all over town. I found it kind of fun, Julie, but uh, I understand if you just – You know, uh, if you'd rather just get your manicure and watch TV, that's also fun. Um, (laughs) Thanks, Liz. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay, we should talk about some of the actual performances. Yeah, let's do it. Well, we promised a
0: review of the opening ceremonies, and uh, I have a couple of thoughts on the opening ceremonies. I have been writing my random thoughts column. It's being posted at the blog. So if you haven't looked at that, you know, it's like I watch TV and then I write stuff down. And then many of the things that I think when I'm watching TV – other satellite sisters also think. So it's an Olympic tradition that started oh, quite a while ago, actually. And uh, and so I'm continuing it on. But with the opening ceremonies, I would just say in general, first of all, you forget how many nations there are at the... Um... At the Summer Games. Takes a long time for that Parade of Nations to come through, but it's also really joyful to watch the Parade of Nations. So if you can hang in there until they get through all the B countries, it's good. I mean, who knew? There were so many countries that started with B, right? (laughs) I thought this was a really lovely, down-to-earth not over-the-top opening ceremonies. I thought it was beautiful and effective. They said it was a 10th of the budget of the London opening ceremonies. I thought the London opening ceremonies was weird and bloated and and not good. I loved the visuals. I loved that it told the story of the rainforest, that it sent an environmental message. I, I loved the Parade of Nations. I loved this opening ceremonies. I thought it was lovely.
1: That's Me what too. I would say. Me yeah. too. I, I mean, it was excellent. Too many commercials watching it on TV. It, yeah, watching it live. Yeah. That, was, that was, it was long, but it was completely enjoyable. So I didn't even hear, or I missed that. It was, you know, one-tenth the cost. Yeah. I thought it was plenty elaborate and entertaining, and it was visually exciting. I will say with the Portuguese alphabet, you know, we were obviously, you know, I was watching it with my two grandchildren and my husband. We were very excited when the United States came in. But um, my grandchildren, their other, you know, my daughter-in-law grew up in Kyrgyzstan, which is a K country, mm. but not in the Portuguese alphabet. It's a Q country. Oh. So that was like, you know, it was like nearly, it was 1130 before <laughs> the Kyrgyz delegation. And they really wanted to see that, yeah, you know, yeah. because... They've been to Kyrgyzstan and they wanted to see, you know, they definitely wanted to see the um, uh, athletes, but uh, it was, I thought it was great. Yeah, two thumbs up, the whole thing. I loved when they made the rings and it turned into the big, you know, the green plants. Oh, that yeah, was, that was beautiful. That was a yeah. lovely thing. Theme, and I love that they were bringing in um, plants. And I love those little bicycle jalopy things that had the country names on it. So it looked good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I texted Lee during the opening ceremony, Julie, that we should get some of those bicycle jalopies to ride around town. <laughs> I thought that would be a good way to get, a, get around Rio, one of those bikes.
0: <laughs> and I did love that for no reason at all, they just had Giselle Bunchkin walk across the entire infield to the girl from Ipanema.
1: I love that. Yeah, <laughs> and she did it,
2: though. She <laughs> nailed it. She nailed it. <laughs> yeah. That was a long way, too. The uh, it just like, But she, if anyone can do that, Gisele can. <clears throat> no, she looked awesome, and the crowd went crazy. And then, uh, then they continued to have cutaways of her partying in the stands, which I think was great. It gave you a feel for just how happy the Brazilians were to be kind of finally pulling this off. So... I agree. I thought it had a great Brazilian spirit, but also just a great kind of Olympic spirit that it was about the athletes, not about some other crazy thing, you know, like, welcome to our country, athletes. Let's go. Exactly. I thought it was great. Of course, my
0: husband looked up and said, who's that? I was like, Giselle Bunchkin, the most famous (laughs) married to Tom Brady, anything, any, nothing.
2: No, 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 right now. Okay. Well, you might be better off if your husband has no idea who Giselle is. That's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, and
0: speaking of Giselle, uh women at the Olympics have just been a fantastic story. Bob Kossis did a little, you know, bit on it the other day, but all these great team sports doesn't it just make you proud and happy that these yes. girls, these young girls and now women have had the opportunity to play rugby and to play volleyball and to play basketball and and it's just amazing to see that across the world women love being competitive athletes. I, I don't yeah. care how cheesy that sounds. It really is uplifting, I think. It's a whole new oh. experience for
2: these this generation. It's fantastic. I agree. Like how about that forty one year old gymnast from Uzbekistan? <laughs> I I
1: hats off to her. I mean, did she she did a fine job. Did she She did a fine mean, job. Okay, I don't know about her leotard. I think she could use some work on the on styling on the leotard, but she was great. There was also a 41-year-old Belarusian ping pong player. So hats off to these older players, you know? That's that's good. And I don't know what it is about the the female swimmers. Maybe because they spend so much time underwater but they come up out of, out of the water at the end of their race and their skin is glistening. <laughs> and are they the most joyous people you have ever heard? I mean, all no. of them. They just no. get out and they just said it was all great. I love it. I mean, and perhaps Liz... You know, maybe they've been coached, I don't know, to say things like that, but they seem so genuine and so joyous, and I, I've really enjoyed that. That's true of all, both the men and the women uh, swimmers, but they're yeah, just yeah. women in particular. Their skin looks fantastic. <laughs> you
2: know, that Dana Vollmer, I think they call her, or she calls herself mom on a mission. Yeah. Is that Dana Vollmer? Yeah. I mean, she was so happy, and they were trying to get her to say that she was disappointed about, you know, what, didn't she get a silver instead of a gold or something? Yeah. And she there was just no way she was gonna say she was disappointed. She was just thrilled to be there. And, you know, our Stay Noisy sister uh award. Lily goes King. To, okay. oh, Lily King. <laughs> Lily King speaking out. Now, this is where I have a uh a diplomatic etiquette question for you, Julie. Um mm-hmm. uh, Are we allowed as USA fans to boo the Russian athletes as the <laughs> Because Lily King spoke out against the fact that she was, you know, in this head to head race with the Russian who had um, flunked drug testing and she didn't think it was fair for anyone who's flunked drug test to still be competing. And several times, several times. Yes, it seemed like the fans in, in the arena agreed with her that and they booed the Russian when she was when she was introduced. I had mixed feelings about that, so I wanted a, a ruling from you because you are really our cultural expert. Well, I think it's, that's all. When, when I heard that the Russian
1: Paralympic team got banned, from for for drug use. I thought, okay, all all you know, all gloves are off now. You can boo them. You can boo them. <laughs> I mean, it's outrageous. It's uh, I mean, yeah. and you know, the Russians don't care. I've been monitoring it in the Moscow Times and the Russian press. They feel like they're going to come in with a solid fourth place finish at the Olympics, you know, overall that the Russians that are there, they just they do not care. You can boo them all you want. I mean, that girl Yulia in the pool with her Spray tan and her pink uh, swimsuit. She doesn't care. Okay, she just she's <laughs> fine. She's, she's seems she seemed a little upset. At the press actually,
2: conference, <laughs> though, Julie. She was so sad at the press conference. That's where, yeah. like started to feel a tiny, tiny bit yeah. sorry for her. Yeah. But um, a cheater but is maybe, a cheater. But a cheater is a cheater.
1: Okay, I think Lily's right. Don't back down on that, Liz. Don't back off of that. She didn't have to take performance enhancing drugs. I don't think. Unless mm-hmm. she was part of a whole system. I mean, yes, which which she was. but which she was. No, she, I understand. Well, she,
0: but lives I in, she lives in Southern California, so she doesn't even live in Russia anymore. Yeah. So she's been so, on her own for quite a while, I think. You know, yeah. I, I don't know how it all works, the Federation and everything. I never feel good <laughs> booing people. That's just not part of my makeup. I may mm-hmm. not clap, or I may give you Phelps' face, but I'm not going <laughs>
1: to. Okay. I don't think I can. But like you're allowed to. All, it's, all I'm saying is you, you feel free okay i'm not okay. encouraging it but that's it yeah
2: phelps face is awesome uh that is just the the craziest picture of him sitting there in the ready room getting ready i'd say <laughs> hey. well that other guy
1: look was that it he yeah. was really i mean he was purposely doing that too i mean they were just psych, he was trying to psych out michael phelps i was like you are poking the bear there don't be crazy It is a guy who has 23
0: Olympic medals, so I don't think he, right, I don't think he gets rattled, actually. Yeah. I don't really think Michael Phelps gets rattled, but uh, that is what the internet, the highest and best use of the internet is for. The second that happened, you're like, yes, it's going to be out there. We can enjoy this meme for the rest of the Olympic Games. It'll be fantastic. Now there was some controversy the other day at the pool. There's that is was she a Hungarian swimmer? I should uh, mm-hmm. yes. yes, yes, and uh, she has um, a coach who is her husband, husband coach, and they have a very volatile relationship, and it's been well documented in the press before the games that it makes the other swimmers on the pool deck uncomfortable the way the husband treats the wife. Yet she has you know swum like out of her mind for the last year. So it's not like we haven't seen these difficult male-female coach relationships. Husband, father, you know, Lindsey Vaughn had that really, you know, rough relationship with her husband who was her coach, Or fathers, the Williams sisters, you know, their dad got banned from the courts for a while. So this is a pretty, unfortunately, pretty familiar story in athletics, but she did set a world record the other night and Dan Hicks, the announcer on NBC, they went to the husband on the pool deck, which I don't know why they... They kept showing him like, but whatever they well, did. Cause he was
1: jumping up and down and screaming. He was yeah. making, and if you could do that in the stand sisters, you might get some, you might get <laughs> okay. some TV. I'm going to put a man okay. bun in. And
0: so, okay. uh, but Dan Hicks said something like, you know, there's the guy respond and you know, there's the one who made it all happen. And then he's poor Dan Hicks. And I say poor cause I, cause he's really been rained upon as like, what sexist language? How awful is this? Giving a man, you know, the, the. Credit for the woman's accomplishments. Here's the thing. Dan Hicks is a fantastic sports announcer. He really knows his stuff. If you listen to the commentary of Dan Hicks and Rowdy Gaines, as I have for decades, uh, you know that they support the female athletes as strongly as the male athletes. It was like one live comment. And it's not unusual in sports for coaches to get credit. That is yes. a fairly common you know, thing that that you see the Well, look at gymnastics,
1: three. you know, yeah. Coach yeah. Carelli. I mean, right. he gets right. a lot of credit for shaping the American team and now his wife, Marta, the same thing that she has, you know, really built the uh, american gymnastics uh dynasty
0: yeah i mean you know how many times when you're watching wimbledon did they shoot you know boris becker did they give boris becker credit so as the coach so just back off back off dan hicks all right you can (laughs) you can take down a lot of other people in the media for sexist language but not dan hicks
2: all right (laughs) i'd also like to say that i believe dan hicks is married to hannah storm The ESPN, um, the Sports Center anchor, who is a very outspoken advocate for women's sports herself, and they have three daughters, and so they are both very involved in sports for girls and women. So I think all around, Dan is a good guy that that we can trust, and you're right. There are many people in in that world that are not good guys. He's not necessarily one of the bad guys. He's not
0: one of them, you know, and it is... (laughs) If we've done live broadcasts, you know, at any minute you could say something really idiotic, even. <laughs> no, not if, us. And if people parsed your words and took the single incident as evidence that all media is sexist, it just it would just be terrible. So just keep on keeping on Dan Hicks and Rowdy Gaines because you're doing a fine, <laughs> fine job over that pool. I mean, feel free, though, to tell the story of that husband coach relationship that is something that I think, you know, needs further explanation and is okay to talk about. Uh, so that's, that's all. I, I just, I wanted
2: to support Dan Hicks. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, you're going to Rio. Perhaps you'll be able to see him. It's Meet him true. In the street. I may.
2: Maybe he'll be at USA house. <laughs> you're
1: you're going to be the only woman speaking to Dan Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whenever we go to
0: the Gracies, who is the first person to say hi to us? Hannah Storm. She yeah, super is, yeah. nice to us at the Gracie. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. hope I'm the first. I hope I'm the only woman talking to him along with his wife. I'm happy I would be happy to do that. Happy to do that.
2: Um <laughs> Leon, I had an equestrian question I wanted to ask you though. In your random thoughts at satellitesisters.com, you you posted a a term that appears to come out of the equestrian world and then you tweeted it out. I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Uh, oh, Liz, it's the bamboo keyhole. Okay. <laughs> I know. I, that was a mystery to me, too. <laughs> well, okay. What is bamboo keyhole? All right. Over there, I was watching eventing, Equestrian Eventing the other day, and here's why. Because I, I so hate the crew on the Today Show. I'm sorry. I don't use that word a lot, but I just literally can't stand to watch them talk on television. Um <laughs> And, and I, I got a text from my friend, Caroline, who said, oh my gosh, Billy Bush is actually getting a Brazilian man wax on TV. I was like, I can't, I can't watch. I'm going to have to move to eventing. So I did. I watched the equestrian eventing and this was a crazy cross country course. They said it was the hardest course in Olympic history where the rider and the horses, it's like a steeplechase, you know, where they're going over man-made lakes and jumps. And at one point they jump through a hedge, Liz a hedge made out of bamboo and there's a keyhole cut in the hedge and that's where the horse and the rider have to go through they have to jump through a bamboo keyhole list you what are kidding
1: that? no that's an actual literal thing yes you, thought, you gotta look it up um, i tried to look it up and when you google bamboo keyhole it can go all wrongly i know can, it's the very it is you can, you can get to the dark side of the internet really <laughs> fast so, so, but there is a picture. I so, but finally, I found the right bamboo keyhole in, and yes, it looked like it's unbelievable yes, you have to jump through, a, a like a hole in a hedge. Yeah, that's it. And, and they yeah. are going
0: like as fast as as fast as they ride on pole dark, Julie. They are riding just as fast <laughs> as pole dark rides up and down, up and down, up and down. So, fantastic. All right. Wow. That's why the Olympics okay. is great. I know See? I'm taking some heat uh, because from some of the golfing fans, they don't understand why I'm down on the golfers. And I'm like, it's just like we watch golf every weekend. I don't really need to watch golf, you know, at the Olympics. So I like to watch uh, yeah. things like that. I have to say
2: that's a little bit the way I also feel about basketball and yeah. about tennis.
0: I, I agree. Yeah.
2: So mm-hmm, yeah. that's why I don't need to attend those because I feel like here in Southern California, you can see like the world's best in those sports all the time, but not so much table tennis or team foil, whatever. <laughs> Taekwondo. Team Epe. It was team, team Epe. Team Epe. Right. <laughs> okay.
1: The foil. Team foil. Final. Team foil. That sounds like a highlighting contest. Team foil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you're going to eat good Brazilian food, right? You're yeah. Gonna, uh, try some tasty food while you're down there. Got any specialties you're you're aiming to eat? Okay, a friend of mine, my friend Chris, who's a world traveler
0: and uh, he speaks many languages, including Japanese, lived in Japan. He said he was in Rio two years ago, and it's the largest Japanese population outside of Japan is in Brazil. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh. I so, thought it was the second largest. I thought Peru had the first. but okay. it may be. Okay.
1: Maybe it's Peru, then uh, Brazil, Brazil, then Peru. There were a lot
0: of Japanese there. I was just surprised it was more than California. So, I mean, that really surprised me. So, uh, um, But he gave me a list of great sushi places, including this one place that he said it's like Brazilian sushi. He said, fantastic. And then I went back to my CDC recommendations where you're not really supposed to be eating like raw anything. I was like, (laughs) well, now what do we do? Do we go to the sushi? Chris didn't die. Should we go get some sushi? I
2: don't know. So, Leon, I think all the recommendations so far have been wrong. So we should just like follow <laughs> our instincts. I like, I, I'm I'm just gonna pretend that I'm in Brazil, like on a normal day, that I haven't read all of these, you know, warnings and you know, distress calls going out. Like, for instance, Julie, when you're sitting on the beach there, first of all, we'll be swimming in the polluted water, (laughs) then we'll be sitting on the beach, and uh, they come by and they sell a lot of just coconut water, but not Uh coconut water the way we have it here, like in a plastic bottle that says cocoa water. It's an actual coconut, and I think you have to do that when you're in Brazil. At some point, you have to sit on the beach and and drink from a coconut. So I'm going to do that. (laughs) Okay. Liz is ready to go. That's it. (laughs) and then other than that it's just a lot of grilled beef which i yeah. think is safe in any country
0: right and which is like my family's a number one food source grilled meats the three men in my family very excited and uh so we and we just have we have that sesame allergy to worry about my son Brooke. so he got a new EpiPen, so he'll have that with him <laughs> so that's a good feeling i said you need to google uh I can't eat sesame in Portuguese. And just put it on your phone and keep showing people every time we go to a restaurant.
2: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: no, I, I am, I am very excited. I have my travel outfit all picked out. It's going to be great. I'm excited to get there and just, uh, and just have the Olympic experience. I feel like we deserve. Let's,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah we had two, and I, well, and
1: very exciting for us that are not
2: going to hear your reports too. This is going to, yeah, dumb. yeah. Leanne and I had a little bit of anxiety late yesterday about the plane tickets, about who had what tickets, but we're good. We got that sorted out. At
0: one one point, Julie, I realized, oh my gosh, please don't let my passport be expired. Like I hadn't actually looked at it and you know, I don't do a ton of international travel like you and Liz. So it's been a couple of years since we went out of the country. So I like slowly opened my passport, like, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. (laughs) It's not, it's not expired.
2: You're good to go. Battery okay. back. Right. Please be. I was like, well,
0: Liz, Liz will kill me. She will kill me.
2: Well, one very exciting passport related thing. I've seen photos of the special Olympic stamp we're going to get in our passports. Oh, stamp. my gosh. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be worth the trip right there. <laughs> Just that special Rio 2016 stamp is in your passport for as long as as that passport lasts. So that'll be super exciting. Maybe we'll take a picture of that, Julie. And uh, Oh, yeah, that's,
1: that seems very Instagramable. <laughs> Well, if I knew how to say, you know, bon voyage or have a great trip in Portuguese, I would say it, but I don't. So, yes, obrigado. Have a great trip. Stick together, sisters. Stick together. Okay, don't get lost. And Mm -hmm. just. uh, Yeah. We'll be looking for you uh, on the TV coverage. Do it. Do it. Okay. okay, we
0: are the Satellite Sisters. Again, you can find us at Sat Sisters on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also join our Facebook group on Twitter. I'm at Leon Dolan and Liz is at SS Liz. Follow along as we head to Rio and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, Jewel. Okay, sounds great. All right, don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.